The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Thank you for joining us for a bonus uh, of episode of Journey On. Uh, this is just a small bonus um, of a continuation of my talk with Nanette Kirsch, the author of Denial. And she has brought her husband, Craig, onto the show as well to give his experience, strength, and hope as a supporter of his wife and, and her experience as a, an abuse survivor and as an author. And Craig, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, DJ. I think it's important to, to hear the spouse's perspective. What can you offer our audience? Well, I, I can offer that, uh, uh, like Nanette, it's been a journey. I've been uh, somewhat of a, of a, a spectator, but also a, a participant in a, while, in a way, just watching uh, her uh, get better and, and healing and, and learning more about the impact of abuse uh, throughout all of our society. Wow. What toll has it taken on you? Well, that's a good question. Um, you know, there, there's, there's part of me that's, it's hurt that, uh, that, that my wife was hurt at, at a young age. So there's a lot of empathy. Uh, and there's, there's also hope seeing that by shedding the light on secrets that society convinces us are better off not told and by just tackling it head on you can see the healing process and, and we've seen it both in our relationship and and overall in our, our life and how we we look at others wow that's that's true i mean you know i think there are a lot of spouses out there who uh may suspect that something's going on for for their loved one and may be fearful of even addressing that. But from what Nanette shared with us earlier, you came to her and was, were really direct, but also compassionate uh, about, um, you know, wanting to address her, or the issues that were going on in your family. So uh, can you talk about what, you know, what tools you used in, in order to, to get to that place where you came to her and said, hey, this is something that's going on. We need to work on it. Well, I, I wish I was that good. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was uh, it was years and in a in tool on me, uh, for, particularly from a intimacy standpoint, was one of uh, me feeling unwanted, and it was only through communication, through through shedding the light on the secrets, that I realized that it wasn't me causing the lack directly causing the lack of intimacy, but, but more uh, experience that needed to be understood. It needed to be understood, needed to be understood compassionately and empathetically, and then working together uh, in that healing process. But there was, there was a, a, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of years of, of pain that the spouse of the victim suffers with very little understanding of why. And I should add, the abuse wasn't a secret in our marriage. Um, I had disclosed that to Craig before we got married, but it's the understanding of, that it was still having an impact wasn't on my radar. I don't think it was on his either. I think we were ignorant to the fact that that was the source that was so 
still reverberating through our marriage. And um, in therapy for me, I think one of the pivotal moments was when my therapist helped me confront the fact that my unwillingness to deal with my pain to confront, you know, kind of engage in my own healing had harmed my husband. And to actually own that and apologize to him was really, um, it was healing for me, you know, to, to say, gosh, I wasn't in this alone. I allowed this to impact you. And that came at a cost. And I, I, I don't know, I, it, it's not in a shaming way. It was actually a blessing to just say, this is not going to continue to have power over either of our lives anymore. Right. Yeah. And I heard Craig say that, uh, you know, it wasn't about him either, but it felt like it. I think what I heard in, in, in the beginning um, and that maybe self-esteem was injured as a result. And I'm curious if you have done your own personal work to, to work through that. Well, that's, that's an ongoing project, right? Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, I probably have not done as much as I can proactively. I've, I've taken on a role of, of, uh, I think, and I hope of, of more understanding of where she was. And, and, you know, to go back for just a minute, you know, Nanette is a, you know, she's a, she's a, she's a strong woman and, and she had put this behind her. That was kind of both of our thoughts was, look, this is behind me. This happened 20 or whatever years ago, right? Depending on the time of our marriage. And we both believed that we, we fell into that trap of believing that. And so the, 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 the biggest thing that I think I can do for her is to understand her, support her in making this public, which, you know, isn't always an easy thing. I, I give her a ton of credit and, and see God's way of, of helping her, having her story help others. And also the story of David Wagner in denial. So I don't know. I've got a lot of work, DJ. I, I still have a lot of work. I'm, I'm, early on in the in the process i'm just kind of i guess supporting her and maybe not doing all that i can, can do well you're a work in progress you're a work in progress just like all of us and i think that's what our listeners uh, uh appreciate when people come on to the show to, to share their experience strength and hope is because we're real, you know, we're coming in and telling our truth as best we can. And we're not perfect and we don't have to be perfect. There is no perfect. And so the fact that you're willing to, to share these difficulties and these experiences and the hope that you have as a result of working through this, that is good enough. Right. And I appreciate that you wanted to come on and, and share this experience I'm I'm wondering how, since the book has been out, um, and you know your wife did write that one sentence about her experience. Have has anyone come to you and said anything uh, uh, about that, and how have you responded? Yes. Yeah, so from a from a friend's perspective, and and, and people that we know, no, nobody's really uh, addressed that. We've we both used it as an opportunity to, um, to, to, to kind of set the stages. This isn't just a story about David Wagner. This impacts everybody and it impacted Nanette and it impacted me. Um, from a 
from a, a family perspective, I think there was some, some shock uh, that this, was a, this wasn't something that was, was widely known. And uh, uh, the questions that you do get, and when you do get them, unfortunately are ones that I had uh, initially too. And they're, they're kind of superficial, like, well, how much abuse and those type of things. And, and looking back and knowing what I know, not those questions, but they're, they're, they're kind of natural. People want to put this in a box that there's, there's different degrees. There's a little bit of abuse. There's more abuse. There's bad abuse. It's, it's kind of all the same in the impact. If, if you've been abused, uh, you've been a victim of, 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 of people who are pretty good at doing this, and it, it's unfortunate. So most of the questions are out of a lack of understanding, and I, and I hope that, that through her book and through her, her speaking that people will get a better understanding of the impact this has on, on all of us. Right, yeah, I hope so too. I think that's important um, to, to, to mention the fact that it's usually a lack of understanding when we hear these questions that may be insensitive. Um, and those are the questions that people ask. People ask probing questions. Um, and I think it's, tr it's to try to help themselves. But what they don't necessarily yeah. realize is that it is causing additional trauma. So, so yeah. folks, if you're listening, don't ask probing questions. Just listen. <laughs> So, DJ, one story that's worth sharing, and this has happened a couple of times, and, and the, the, the first question I already touched on is, well, how much abuse was it? And that's, you know, it's, 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 out of, it's out of a lack of understanding, not, not meanness, that that question gets asked. Yeah. Uh, but the other question is, how can this one event mm -hmm. impact people 20, 30, 40 years later? And do you think that, you know, I've had this question, do you think that what happened to David Wagner resulted in in the events in his life and my answer is is, is typically this and, and I wish I, I wish I was smart enough to come up on it on with it on my own but I think it was inspired uh, but the answer is I can't tell you if what happened to David Wagner resulted in the events of his life but if you gave me a room full of, of, of sexual abuse victims I can tell a lot. We can tell that they have more, more addiction, more divorce, uh, more, more uh, incidences of suicide. So it's hard to, to say, yeah, this impacted this person exactly this way. But if you gave a, a room full of people who were victims of abuse, there's a very, very clear pattern. And I don't think people understand. Yeah, I think you're right. I think... I think with more information and more survivors coming forward and sharing their experiences, we can we can uh, learn to understand a bit more. I mean, even as a survivor myself, I'm still learning new things about how the brain is impacted and how addiction mm -hmm. is influenced by trauma and all of these things that um, we still need more information on. I think as a society, we need more information. Scientifically, we need more information. Socially, we need more information. And I think by sharing uh, how we are today, we are, we're helping that cause. I, I, I hope so. And, and to me, the, the, the greatest gift I see in this is the dialogue beginning. Mm -hmm. We've seen so many people, at, you know, from from her initial book launch 
when she, she talked to people who've read the book who for the first time in their lives are willing to open that dialogue. And I think we as a society are better off. And I know for a fact that our children are better off. They're going to be safer knowing what this looks like and they're going to be more likely to share those stories if if they get in a situation they're going to recognize it i think you're right i think you're right nanette and craig i wanted to ask you how has your spirituality helped you during this time for me it's been everything i think um this whole the whole journey, um, as I shared, was prompted by a prayer, and I feel, I, you know, I feel that God rescued me from my abuse, and that's not to say that he didn't rescue someone else. He didn't rescue David from the um, pain of his abuse, so, you know, those, those are bigger questions, but I, I think that I know I found God with David throughout his story. I know God was with me throughout mine. And, um, you know, I believe the questions Craig asked me and the support and love and healing we found in our marriage is really a result of that faith. And, you know, I, I want to say that with compassion for the fact that particularly for people who have been abused within church structures and church power, that that's a complicated answer. Um, but here's what I do know, that those are broken people and there are broken people everywhere who do really bad things. Our God is very good, and he hurts with all of us when we suffer, and um, he's compassionate for that pain and suffering of that child. And, and I think as, as I came to recognize that, that God didn't abandon me in that situation. He was there ready to take my hand, and he's there for anyone um, in a survival situation when they're ready to bring that compassion and the healing that does not feel possible many times. You know, it feels overwhelming um, but for me, that's been really crucial. Thank you. And Craig? Well, I don't know what you add to that, PJ. Um, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen God's work firsthand through Nanette's growth and the people that she's touched. And, um, I mean, I don't know what else to add other than we could not do this journey without God beside us. Well, I think that says a lot. Thank you to the both of you for, for being so willing and vulnerable today and sharing your experience, strength, and hope. I imagine that my audience is, is going to be so grateful for the two of you to be able to come on for this bonus episode and give us uh, even more perspective uh, about sexual abuse survival and what it's like to to heal, and especially in relationships. And that's not something that uh, we talk a lot about. And so I think it's important mm -hmm. that we continue to, to have these conversations about what it's like to heal in a relationship when you've been... Um, a victim and now a survivor of abuse so thank you so much to the two of you i'm grateful to know you and uh and to have you know been given the opportunity to to read denial and and listeners go out and get denial denialbook.com and nanette is giving us a 15 percent 
discount on the book if you use promo code journey on go out read it leave reviews on amazon and share it with people you love get a rare view into the human side of wealth management leaders innovators and influencers with the big reveal podcast from suzanne syracuse in partnership with investnet tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the big reveal Get a rare view into the human side of wealth management leaders, innovators, and influencers with the Big Reveal podcast from Suzanne Syracuse in partnership with Investnet. Tune in and subscribe to find out why she calls it the Big Reveal.